It's the Basketball Hall of Fame's Legends Podcast. I'm Kyle Belanger. Joining me today is a 2014 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinee. He's a national champion with Maryland in 2002, a two-time Final Four coach who won three ACC regular season championships and two ACC Coach of the Year awards. He has 600-plus career wins in his illustrious career. He is, of course, Coach Gary Williams. Coach, thanks so much for joining me today. Kyle, thanks. I enjoy doing this. So I'm always fascinated, Coach, by the development of Hall of Fame coaches because so many of the stories start with a playing career that doesn't spark a flame and then morphs into a teaching role. Can you talk about the way that your upbringing um, in, you know, in Collingwood, New Jersey, outside of Philly, prepared you for life as a coach? Well, I think uh, two people that were really important to me were my ninth grade coach and my um, varsity coach in high school. And I didn't know it at the time, but uh, I think they had a lot to do with me uh, wanting to be a coach eventually. Uh, like all players at that high school age, you think you're going to play in the NBA eventually, so you're not really looking at the game from a coaching perspective, but you know, you're really falling in love with the game, and all of a sudden you play your senior year in college and you realize you're not going to play anymore after that. And Thankfully, I, I was exposed to some really good teaching and coaching and uh, was able to get a job, which is the other important thing. I became a uh, junior varsity high school coach in Camden, New Jersey uh, in 1969. And, you know, I was really thankful to get that job because there just weren't many coaching jobs open. The Vietnam War was going on and, you know, there was there were so many things happening there that uh, I was very fortunate. It is. It's. It's a combination, of course, of of being prepared and being willing to start at that level. And so, can you talk a little bit about, you know, here you are. You had played at Maryland. You had a very successful collegiate career, um, and have that marketing degree. And yeah, like you said, you end up a JV coach in New Jersey, um, and then start to climb the ranks there. Um, was there ever a thought that Gary Williams might just end up being a really, really good high school coach before the other opportunities started to arise? Well, sure. When I left uh, Maryland uh, to take the JV job, I never thought I'd be a college coach. I was just going to be a high school coach. Back then, uh, there were outstanding career high school coaches, uh, coaches that really just loved being high school coaches, had no desire to move on from there, and uh, had a very good life. And I looked at that, and I thought that that would be for me. But in the back of my mind, there was always uh, the thing about wanting to see if you can coach at the college level. I guess that came in during my playing days in Maryland because I had a chance to play against somebody like Dean Smith who came in North Carolina. Uh, Vic Boobas, a great coach, was at Duke at the time. and uh, Frank McGuire was at South Carolina. South Carolina was in the ACC. Then. And so uh, I got exposed to some really good coaches. My coach, Bud Millican, uh was a Hank Ida disciple. He had played for Hank Ida. And so fundamentally, if you wanted to play for Bud Millican, you learned fundamentals. And, uh, so I had that background too. So I was very fortunate. Uh, so that when I got my first uh, coaching job uh, after being a JV coach for a year, I moved up to the varsity, and you know I had some confidence. I wasn't cocky, that's for sure. But I was 24 years old and had really good players, and thought we could have a very good team. And we won the state championship that year in New Jersey, and uh, went on defeated. So <laughs> I thought coaching was easy, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't that tough. But it wasn't easy. There, there was. A lot of things to learn, and you know, I was very fortunate to get to the college level. 
And then once you get to the college level, there are two stops, of course, before you end up at the uh, both your alma mater and the place where your face and reputation have become synonymous with Maryland. Those places were American and Boston College. Can you talk about the way that those two stops along the way maybe were different, but also helped to continue the progression of Gary Williams, the coach? Well, I think before that, uh, I had a very important six-year period. I was Tom Davis's assistant at Lafayette College. Uh, that was when I went out of high school to college. And I, uh, they never had a full-time assistant basketball coach before, and the soccer coach left. That became the money available for the budget. So I was the assistant basketball coach plus head soccer coach at age 25 at Lafayette. And, you know, it was a great experience. I didn't want to be a soccer coach. Uh, basketball was my game, but... You know, I was glad I did it because I really didn't know a lot of people that could get me into coaching or anything like that. But Tom Davis did it. You know, his background uh, with pressure defense, uh, zone offense, things like that were very valuable to me uh, when I did get my first head coaching job at American University. And then in 1989, of course, Maryland makes the phone call, uh, reaches out to a young Gary Williams Do you remember the moment that you realized it was possible to, I mean, I hate to use the cliche, but this was really a homecoming for you, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And, you know, when I left uh, 20 years before, I never thought that, you know, I'd find my way back to Maryland. Like I said, I was, my initial thought was I was going to be a career high school coach. You know, that doesn't happen very often that things work out that way, but it was, it was kind of tough because Ohio State was a great job and still a great job. I just one of the best jobs in the country. And the only way I would have left Ohio State was for the University of Maryland. It was my school. And I don't think the people really understood that in, in Ohio. And, uh, it was tough to leave, but at the same time, uh, getting that opportunity in Maryland was uh, a great opportunity for me. And now during your tenure at Maryland, which, I mean, I think many of us, it feels like I know that they have continued to to build and have wonderful teams, but but the the Gary Williams era really sort of reset what college basketball looked like and felt like um, in the ACC. Your reputation as a recruiter was among the most genuinely laudable I've ever come into contact. Not only were you known for not getting involved in much of the AAU culture, but but you were also known as a guy who who looked for players with a little less polish, um, a guy who who wanted to work and wanted to coach. Were these approaches a reflection of your personal values, or, or was it something that just sort of organically happened? No, I, I think each coach has to be comfortable in what they do, and I was very comfortable in getting the type of player that I knew would work hard. Uh, obviously, they had to have a certain level of talent to play the um, ACC, but we also had quite a few of those guys move on to the NBA. But back then, uh, I was fortunate you didn't have to uh, have that many one-and-dones. I had some players left early, but you know, not, not a lot that would just come in and play one year and leave. And so there's a chance to coach and teach, which I enjoyed. To me, that that's something that coaches miss out on if they don't get that opportunity to really develop a player into a player that can be uh, someone that plays at that next level. It's kind of funny where you get that one-year guy and he goes and he can play in the pros. That's great. But it's okay to do it the other way, too, to get a player that might not be that good as a freshman, but by the time he's a senior, he's certainly good enough to play in the NBA. And You know, we had several guys that did that, and I really enjoyed that because you could see a player develop over a four-year period. And, you know, that's a big time in a person's life from 18 to 22, and I always thought, as coaches, we were responsible to help that development. Uh, if we did a good job of that player 
that he had a chance to be successful after basketball also. And, you know, to me, that, that, that part of coaching can't ever go away. And that no matter what, you know, how the game changes, whatever, we as coaches have to accept the fact that we are responsible for the development of young men. Now, one of those teams, obviously, I, I've, I'm proud of myself for waiting this long to talk about that 2002 team because that team really meant a lot to a lot of people. Of course, Juan Dixon, Lonnie Baxter, Steve Blake, Chris Wilcox, I could go up and down that roster, but audio of that championship still plays as you walk into the Basketball Hall of Fame. You hear amongst all of the, the, the panorama of sounds, you hear those closing moments of that championship game. Aside from the trophy... What made that team so special? Well, the big thing, uh, we had been to the Final Four the year before, and we knew we could be good coming back, but I was very concerned because Maryland had never been to a Final Four, and sometimes when you do something for the first time, that's enough for that group of people. You know, they've achieved something no other team ever did in Maryland, and whether they come out strong, ready to go the next year, you never know, but that group of people really worked hard over the summer to get ready for the uh, 2002 season, and you know, I, I knew we were good. Uh, I didn't know how good we could be, but uh, we played with a great deal of intensity, but we also were unselfish. And I think that can never be lost, no matter how good your players are. You have to have the ability to sacrifice a little bit for the team. And when you have great players willing to do that, then all of a sudden you're really tough to defend. You know your team is going to be a really good defensive team, and you know that no matter what the defense does on the other end, we're going to find the open man because... We always had four or five guys out there that could pass the basketball. And that's a tremendous edge, especially in today's game where passing is probably the fundamental that's kind of been uh, lost a little bit in the way the game's played now. So being a great passing team is a tremendous advantage even today. Finally, Coach, what does it mean for you to be working with the Basketball Hall of Fame at this stage in your life? Well, to, to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame, the Basement Basketball Hall of Fame, is something I think very few people ever start out uh, thinking that that might be a possibility. So when it does happen, you're extremely appreciative of the opportunity, obviously. But in your own mind, you know that, that that's the ultimate uh, blessing kind of on your career. In other words, so, somebody said that, well, you're good enough to get in the Basketball Hall of Fame, so you, you you probably did a very good job when you were coaching, and that's that's important, I think, when you give your life to a profession, any profession, and then have the highest authority say that you did a good job. And, you know, so whatever I can do, you know, to work with the Basketball Hall of Fame is certainly something that uh, is not, uh, I don't look at that as work. I look at that as just something that I'm glad to be a part of. And, you know, I really appreciate all those people that, uh, made the effort to uh, get me into the Hall of Fame. And, of course, all your players, all your assistant coaches, all those people uh, certainly have a lot to do with you getting there. He is a 2014 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame enshrinee, a national champion, a Final Four veteran. He's won three ACC regular season championships and two ACC Coaches of the Year awards. He is Gary Williams. Coach, thanks again for this time. This was really a lot of fun. No, thank you. I really enjoyed it. Thanks very much.